0: Hello, and welcome to Zach's Corner, that elder show from the pot people, with your third favorite host, Zach. Apparently there's something up with my voice, so that's a new development, I guess. Happy 2020, everybody. Happy New Year. Looks like we made it! Always good to make it to a new year. Always feel good about it, right? Of course, you always feel good at the beginning of the year, maybe not so much at the end of the year, but 2020 will change all that. I have a feeling, guys. This is our year, man. 2020, it's all going to be going good, all right? I'm hoping. You know, I always start optimistic, right? You got to one foot in front of the other, you know, and all that jazz, but, uh, you know, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling 2020. <laughs> so this show is going to be a little different this week, because it's our year in review, you know. Crazy movie and film in 2019, not just like theaters and stuff, but look how much the podcast has grown in 2019. Like we did a lot this year, you know, it's all moving up, it's all moving and shaking and uh, great years in theater though, right? I saw 55 movies this year, um, I'll put that list up just so you guys can see it, comment on it, maybe tell me some of the movies you guys saw this year, you know, always love to hear from you, Um, Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give you a year-end review, and then I'll hype you up for next year, or I guess this year, because <laughs> now it is 2020. Yeah. It's good stuff, guys. I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's going good in your new year. You know, I hope you had a great Christmas. I hope it's all going aces, man. <laughs> all right, so to talk about 2019, we have to talk about the crazy year in uh, movie franchises, right? Because we had the death of the X-Men. You know, X Men got bought out. Now they're Disney property. So Fox had their last uh, X Men movie, right? Went out with a whimper with Dark Phoenix, which is disappointing because, god damn it, weren't the X Men movies awesome? Say what you will, they always tried to make their own movies. They weren't trying to be anybody else, and the X Men were always unique and they always did really cool things. Fox, man, say what you will, but I really enjoy it. You look at amazing movies like the first two X Men, right? You look at just first class, how great that was. And then the, their late renaissance, right? Their boom, right? When they did Days of Future Past, they had Deadpool and they had Logan. You're like, god damn, these are awesome movies, man. But uh, yeah, those days are over and now they're just going to be homogenized Marvel movies. So, And I heard a rumor that they're just going to slap the X-Men into Fantastic Four, which really pisses me off. Because I love the X-Men to no end. And I was really looking forward to see what Marvel would do with Fantastic Four. Because as we know, the only good Fantastic Four movie came out in the 90s. And that got mothballed and hidden from the world. But we've watched it because Dutch is the man. Maybe we should do that on the podcast. I don't know. Let us know if we should do the Fantastic Four from the 90s on the podcast. I'm very interested to see what you guys think about that. <laughs> Alright. The other big thing, speaking of superhero franchises, speaking of... Uh, Superhero movies and the MCU. Uh, The uh, Captain America, Iron Man era is over, right? We we ended phase three. That's, you know, what? Ten years of movies, and there's like 20, 25 movies in there? You know, from Iron Man to Endgame. So if you were along for the whole ride, that was quite the time investment. And if you didn't watch from the beginning, I don't know how the fuck you caught up. Because it was just so many goddamn movies. And especially since Marvel quit trying after Guardians of the Galaxy, it's it's crazy that there's all those movies, man. But uh, however you feel about them, you know there was ups and downs. You know there was great movies like I think Phase One. Most of those movies were top shelf entertainment, and then uh, you have you know how however it worked out to where the Avenger movies were disappointing, and then uh, Guardians was a high spot, but it kind of. <laughs> Made them go into coast mode, and they cared more about jokes than they did about, like, good quality movies, but... I digress. I'm not gonna sit here and talk shit. And then, of course, there's the very lows, which I think... I mean, come at me if you want, but I think Thor Ragnarok is the worst MCU movie. It was fucking terrible. It was so bad. But uh, anyway, you look at it, I don't know about you, but superhero fatigue is kicking in, and I'm so happy... To be taking a break, you know? Because now I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not watching Phase 4, 5, and 6 all the way through. I will pick and choose movies that I think look good and they're interesting, right? Like, I'll go see Doctor Strange too, right? I'm a cover match kid. I like that guy. He's great. But, uh, you know, I'm not watching all of them anymore. I don't have the time or the patience. And then they're going to add in the TV shows as canon to the storyline. It's just like, fuck you. Like, I don't have time for that. Like, you know what I mean? I have a job and I'm a goddamn adult. I can't be spending 30 hours a week trying to keep up with your intricate storylines that don't fucking matter because you'll just drop them and you'll go for slapsticky, stupid fucking humor anyway. See, I'm just, I can't talk about the MCU without getting a little soapboxy. And I'm sorry if I'm, you know, alienating my base here. I love you guys. So I'll get off of that and uh, we'll look into the other death of a franchise here. Uh, We had Glass that came out in 2019. It was early 2019, so we all forgot. Uh, Wow, what a mess that was, huh? You know, you have Unbreakable, which is amazing. Then you have Split, which is amazing. And we're like, oh, shit, yeah, Glass is gonna be crap? What? It's one of the worst endings I've ever seen, man. They built up this movie, and we're like, oh, man, Act 3, this movie's gonna be the tits. This is gonna be the best thing ever. And then... (laughs) They all die in the parking lot before the ending actually happens. And we're like, what the hell just happened? This is is crazy. So yeah, Glass was... That was... So I mean, I guess technically franchise, right? I mean, we'll go with it. (laughs) And uh, we got the rebirth of Terminator, right? We got Terminator Dark Fate. And it was tremendous. How great was Dark Fate? I know nobody watched it. Because everyone was so burned by Genesis. We're like, oh, that was so... And I agree. Genesis was horrible. But if you went in, like I did, like my buddy Joe did, going, well, this movie's gonna suck, then weren't you blown away by how fucking awesome Terminator was? I mean, come on, it was like the best, man. Holy shit, was Dark Fate good. You guys should definitely find it and watch it, because what a return to form. You know, it felt like a Terminator movie, man. It's like Terminator or T2. It's that good. I promise you it's like up to form with the, with the original too. Of course, Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool, someone to keep an eye on, man, someone to keep an eye on for sure, because he's, he's doing good work. <laughs> Big fan of that guy. Uh, also in 2019, I don't know if you were watching or if you cared, but if you know Zach and you're familiar with Zach's Corner, you know how much we love horror, and holy shit did we have a great year in horror. There was so much quality, great horror movies that came out, right? I mean, there was bad ones and ones that kind of sucked, you know. Like, but uh, the greats were great. All right, like I think the best ones were *Us*, *Child's Play* the remake, which stunned me. That *Child's Play's remake was so good because I, you know, we did it on the show. You know how much we love *Child's Play*, and uh, huge fan of the remake. I think everyone did a great job. God, it was great. Uh, Annabelle uh, Comes Home was incredible. So good. They did so many neat things in that movie. Like, holy shit. Like, a lot of the spirits that they put in that movie could have had their own movie. That's how cool they were. It was so good. And then I guess staying within the Conjuring universe in that bubble, you know, we have uh, The Curse of La Llorona, which I thought was really good. Uh, Scared the shit out of me, at least. (laughs) And then we had Ready or Not, which was a really fun movie. I don't know if you saw Ready or Not, but uh, I always, uh, I love movies when they present a crazy-ass idea, and then they lean into it. Like, they go with that, and you're like, there's no fucking way they're going to actually do that. And they do. It's great, man. I was a big fan of Ready or Not. And then I think another really big highlight uh, was Crawl which was uh not surprising that I enjoyed it but I was surprised how good of a movie it was cuz I love a good monster attack movie you know what I mean you got you know alligators you know attacking and torturing this uh father and daughter that are trapped in this house during a hurricane and you're like oh this movie's going to be great I didn't know it actually genuinely be a good movie and like I was actually pulling for them and hoping they would make it like they sucked me in I was really rooting for them Oh, it was great. Crawl was really good. So I I would suggest Crawl. Um, Of course, we have uneven horror this year. You know, there was movies that had a lot of great potential, but then they just shot themselves in the foot, man. And I'm talking about bad endings here, all right? Or just overall sloppiness. Escape Room, that was an early 2019 release. Escape Room was really good until the end when we find out it's like this big old super conspiracy and you're like, what in the actual fuck am I watching, you know? It was just, it got weird. It was like, why not just keep it small? They tried to get too big, I think. And they're like, franchise. And they're like, no, no. By doing that ending, you completely ruined your movie. Uh, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged, was a really fun movie. And then we get to the end, and it's just stupid. You know? Because <laughs> they, they make it out, and then they, there's like four endings in a row. And it's just like, oh my god, just stick with an ending. They just tried to get away with too much. And it was just too much of a leap. You know, it's like, okay. So they're swimming. And they get out of this little thing. Alright. Then one of them gets attacked by a shark. But they get on the boat. But the other one gets attacked by a shark. So she has to go back in the water. And it's just too much. It's just like... Uh, uh, you guys are killing me here. <laughs> and then... uh Yeah, Three from Hell came out, which of course is the uh, third film in the House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, Devil's Rejects, and then it's Three from Hell. And ah, parts of it were great, but overall it was like, hmm, I don't know, man. I'm gonna, I'll I'll get further into Three from Hell later, because it's actually one of my biggest disappointments for the year, and that's a different category, you know. (laughs) Um, and then I think, and this might be controversial, but maybe not because IT fans will understand this, but IT Chapter 2, kind of flat. It wasn't nearly as good, which is a total bummer, which is just kind of par for the course, right? Because, you know, the, uh, the other half of IT is always the problem half, right? Because, you know, once they're not kids, it's not as scary. But I just feel like just movie for movie, it was not nearly as good. And then we have The Duds, of course. And uh, this is one of the worst movies I've seen all year. And I'm pissed that it was so bad. This is the Pet Cemetery remake. It was so terrible. It was a complete waste of my time. Like, I'm very upset. It was so bad. And then I found out the reasons they made it. I thought, oh, maybe they just wanted to put a new spin on Pet Cemetery. They literally made it so Stephen King couldn't get the film rights back. Which then pisses me off even more. So they knew they were making a bad movie just to make a movie, just so Stephen King couldn't get the rights back. That is fucked, that is crazy, and that is so stupid. And it was so bad. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> so that's, that was our year in horror. It was pretty great. If I'm missing anything, let me know. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that else I might have missed. But yeah, horror was, it was solid, man. Horror was a really good year. I mean, how great was us? That was really good. Yeah. Uh, And then, uh, so we're getting my top 10. Um, I'll give you guys the full list on Friday. Funless Friday should be fun because you guys should be getting, uh, I don't want to like put too much pressure on it because, you know, just in case someone doesn't come through. But you should be getting two lists from each of us, right? You should be getting our top 10 for the year. uh, Or in Dutch's case, top 10 he wishes he would have seen, which I think is hilarious. And you're also going to get our individual top 10s for the decade. Because we're at the end of a decade, man. 19 was the last year of a decade. That's crazy to me. So you'll get those lists, too. But yeah, top 10. You know, it's uh, it was a great year. It was really hard to narrow down to top 10. Because there was just so many quality, quality movies. It was just like, holy shit, man. It was really great. Um, Like... You know, top three, I can just go there. You know, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Motherless Brooklyn, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, just off of those, yeah, that tells you how quality, quality, crazy year we had. So good. And, you know, to be in the top ten, you just got to be... Movies, I I just... Wow. You know, like, when you come out of theater, like, wow, that was amazing. And then it's also things that, you know, I know that... Everything on the top 10 is something I'm going to buy and watch for years to come. So, I mean, you know, top 10, pretty hard to get in there. You know what I mean? (laughs) But that's not to me, for me to say there's not so many more amazing movies that didn't even make it, right? Look at a movie like 21 Bridges. What an awesome cop movie. It was so good. And then they did the extra twist, and it didn't even make me mad. Like, they, they threw a little bit of extra in there, which wasn't necessary, But it it didn't ruin the movie. And I was like, that's cool. All right. I'm all on board with that. That's good shit. Big fan of that. Oh, how did we not talk about this in the franchises? We got a new Rambo. We got Rambo Last Blood. And that movie was badass. It took, like, the violence from Rambo 4 and just, like, injected some steroids. This movie was so violent. And it was like, holy shit. Like, when he breaks that guy's uh, shoulder. Right? And he pulls his collarbone out of the hole. That was disgusting. And then that guy's face when it got cut with the machete. Oh my god. Rambo Last Blood was badass, though. Like, holy shit. I mean, how far are we from First Blood, though? These movies have gotten wacky. I mean, even I can admit that. <laughs> I think other tremendous movies that came out this year was Ford vs. Ferrari. Which is an awesome story. You know, who doesn't like that, man? Racing movie? A good racing movie is hard to beat. It was a lot of fun. Of course, we got *Jane and Silent Bob* reboot. There's another franchise I didn't talk about, and that's someone that I love, Kevin Smith's my guy. And I got to see *Jane and Silent Bob* reboot because uh, they had it in limited release, and uh, yeah, man, I went to that. It was so much fun. I went with my mom, and we had a great time because my mom's that mom. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. No, oh, it was great. It was so fun. And it's actually it's like uh, I wouldn't say surprisingly good movie because I love Kevin Smith, and you know the, all the. You know, uh, Jay and Silent Bob movies are great to me, but it was really, it had, like, a lot of heart. I liked it a lot, man. It was really good. It was fun. And then, uh, you can't talk about best movies in 2019 without talking about Ad Astra. Holy shit, Ad Astra was so good. I love space movies. Not, like, sci-fi, but, like, actual, you know, when it's, like, real-type space movies, you know? That being said, I also like Armageddon, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but Ad Astra was really good. Brad Pitt, man, what a banger of a year. He had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which he was amazing in. You should watch it, because Tarantino is like the king. But And then he did Ad Astra, which was a really, really great performance, man. Like, oh, it was really good. Damn, it was good. And of course, with highs, you have to couple that with the lows. And for me, the biggest disappointments this year were Three from Hell. Because Three from Hell is following The Devil's Rejects. And I don't know how much you guys like Rob Zombie. I'm a huge Rob Zombie fan. Not the music, but the movies. And, uh, you know, when you have something as iconic as that ending from Devil's Rejects, right? And you decide, we're going to bring these characters back. And we're going to do a sequel. It has to be really good. Like, you have to have a reason to do it. And I just don't feel like it was worth it. I don't think it was worth bringing up the corpse of Devil's Rejects to make this movie. Because all they did was make a worse Devil's Rejects, man. Which was a total bummer. And I know a lot of that might have to do with Sid Hag, You know, because he was sick and he couldn't really be in the movie. And, you know, they had to change the script around and stuff. But I just feel like it just wasn't as good. Like, they just kind of tried to, like I said, they just made a worse Devil's Rejects movie. So I don't know, man. It's like a total bummer for me. Uh, Lego Movie 2 was a complete disaster. I mean, the Lego Movie was one of those movies that caught me completely off guard. I was not expected to love that movie as much as I did. But, alright, Bad Cop is like the absolute best. I got the watch of Bad Cop. That's how much I love the Lego Movie. Everything is awesome. Just that whole movie was stupendous. And then we get to Lego Movie 2, the second part. And it was just horrible. They were just Beating us over the head with a stupid message, and it just was horrible. It was like, ugh. Can we just be entertained by a fucking movie? <clears throat> Especially something geared towards kids, man. Leave them alone. Let them fucking have fun. It's crazy shit, man. Of course, Pet Sematary, land-based it. Was, it was bad. It was bad. Don't even watch it. Like, legitimately, don't watch it. Ugh. God, it was bad. Uh, Dark Phoenix was disappointing. Just because... I understand is because when Marvel, this is what I heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that they took plot elements from Dark Phoenix and they used them for Captain Marvel and they had to refilm a lot of Dark Phoenix. So it's like it was, the production was a mess and it was just bad. And I don't think it'd be as bad if it wasn't the, it's the ending of the X-Men movies. That proud lineage we had, you know, almost 20 years of excellent movies. And this is what we end on is Dark Phoenix? That's a letdown for anybody, man. What a fucking bummer. Like, that really sucks. Ugh. What could have been? And now we get to get the craptacular MCU version of the X-Men, so we'll see how that goes, I guess. Uh, in Chapter 2, I already said, was kind of disappointing, but, you know, there's always a drop-off. Even in the uh, stupendous Tim Curry one, there's a drop-off between Part 1 and Part 2, right? I guess it's a miniseries, but you know what I mean. Like, the the distinguishing thing being from the children point of view to the adult point of view. It just, it chapter two, just, it didn't capture me. Like, you know, like, the first one was really great. And then it's just like, ah. And they try to be too funny at times, you know, which I always think is a detriment to movies. Because there's a careful balance, you know, between being funny like you know as a moment to break the tension and then just being too over the top trying to go for jokes instead of going for you know good parts in movies you know and just like they did not hit the mark i feel and then glass i already talked about how much glass sucks i mean if you watch glass i'm sure you were pissed off at how they were building up for like an epic epic final battle right they're like Yeah, we're going to go to this tower and there's going to be this fight and all this shit. And then they get to the parking lot and they're attacked by all these goons. And they're all three murdered. And you're like, this is fucking terrible. The twist was Shyamalan does not have it still. And (laughs) we thought he was back and he's not. (laughs) That was the twist on that one. And then this one, uh, Brightburn. I don't know if you guys are aware, but it's like uh, that little kid, right? Right. He's like an alien. It's like Superman, right? But he's like a little kid. And he's like, turns out to be evil. He's like a little preck. It, it would look it looked great. Who doesn't like the idea of a little kid, evil Superman? Sounded good. Poor delivery. Forgettable movie. Ah, man, what could have been, huh? And then I think for our uh, biggest surprises, uh, you know, I would say Crawl was really great, and I wasn't expect. I, I expected to have fun. I didn't expect to watch a really good movie. Of course, Terminator Dark Fate. I can't say enough good things about Terminator Dark Fate. If you're a Terminator fan, and you did not watch Dark Fate, go watch Dark Fate. I promise you, you will be happy. It's so good, man. It's, ah, uh, they're all, <sighs> Linda Hamilton's great, Schwarzenegger's great, even the new cast is great. It's great. Just go watch Dark Fate, man. I More people need to watch Dark Fate because I wanted to follow up to that. It was great. Of course, the Child's Play remake, which was just oh, so good. Mark Hamill did a great job. Aubrey Plaza, who I absolutely adore, did a great job in the movie. Uh, the kid actor they had in there, the kid did great, too. Oh, it was good. Damn it. Go watch Child's Play. That was great. <laughs> Stuber... Was really really funny, right? That's the uh, the Dave Bautista movie where he's like a cop and he gets the Uber driver to take him around places, right? Really good. Of course, you know you know how much I love wrestling and Bautista is one of my favorites of all time. And uh, goddamn, is he a good actor? He really is. Like genuinely, he's a good actor, man. He's a better actor than The Rock. I'll I'll say that, man. Oh, he's great. Love that guy. But Stuber is really funny, and of course, Ready or Not. I love Ready or Not so much because it's not just a fun horror movie. It's great stylistically. I love the way it looks. I love the way it's paced. I loved, like, the plot. I thought it was great. But it's the fact that they had a bonkers-ass idea. Like, they set up this thing, right? And it's gonna go one of two ways. And they lean into the crazy, which I fucking adore. It's my favorite thing. When you just, you call your shot and you take the shot. Fucking A if that's not great. I love that to death. That's so cool. Oh, my gosh. And then, uh, so now, you know, that was 2019. Great year in movies, I think. I don't know, man. I'm a huge fan of the movies. I, I think 2019 was a great year. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, really good. So we look forward to 2020 now. And holy shit, guys. First and foremost, we get Halloween Kills, which, if you know me, you know how much I love Halloween. And Halloween Kills is, of course, the follow-up to 2018's Halloween, and then in 2021, we also get Halloween Ends, so put on your adult diapers, kids. We're about to get a show. Uh, no Time to Die, which, of course, is Bond 25, and I love the Daniel Craig James Bond movies, and it's his last one, so, you know, that's going to be great. Uh, we get a new Wonder Woman, which I don't know how you feel about the first Wonder Woman. I loved it. It's so good. And so we get another Wonder Woman. I'm very excited. Um, we get The Conjuring 3, finally. We've had all these spin-off movies since The Conjuring 2, right? Like, we've had, what, two Annabelle movies? We had The Nun. We had La Llorona. And it's like, finally, we get back to the actual Conjuring, which I'm very excited about. I heard James Wan's not directing, which is a bit of a bummer for me. Because I love James Wan, but, uh, you know, he's too busy. <laughs> um, of course, we get uh, Bill and Ted 3, which is crazy to think that we get another Bill and Ted movie. I'm very excited about that. It's like, holy shit. But the movie you're waiting for, I'm waiting for, Dutch is waiting for. A little uh, tentatively, I would admit. We get Godzilla versus King Kong next year. Which is, like, awesome. So excited. ah, Because you know how great the Godzilla movies were? You know, the first one in 2014, and then King of the Monsters last year. So fucking good. And then, you know, Kong Skull Island. Not nearly as good. I don't think it's as bad as I thought it was. I thought it was horrible when I saw it in theaters, but I've softened on that because I think my expectations changed. Because I thought it was going to be, like, Godzilla. But they didn't take King Kong as seriously, and so... I kind of was like, what the fuck? But I think I was a little hard on that movie. And then, of course, the man himself, who works on his own schedule, Christopher Nolan, is making a movie next year. It's Tenant. I don't know anything about it. I just know Nolan's got a new movie. I'm all on board, man. Because he hasn't done something since uh, Dunkirk, which, God, if I'm right, I think was summer of 16 or summer of 17. So... Either way, it's been too long. But Christopher Nolan always takes his time, which is great. You know, that's why his movies are so goddamn good. (laughs) All right, so that was the year in theaters. Now we'll get to the podcast review thing you guys are interested in. We had just a great year, didn't we? I mean, the pod people proper, right? We had two great holiday specials. Jingle All The Way is one of the most funs I've ever had doing a podcast. Uh, we finally gave you guys Madman, which was so great. I think it's still my favorite show we've ever done. It was <laughs> Madman is so awesome. I hope you guys loved the podcast even more. I hope you guys were compelled to find Madman and watch it because that movie is so good and then, of course, I think the episodes that were most fun to do, and I think we just had a lot of fun with were big um they live, which was so much fun, man. And then uh, Child's Play, I had a blast, and we were all just laughing, having a great time watching that. <laughs> Especially just recanting Chucky's lines, going, You bitch, you fucking bitch! It was great. I mean, it's good. Also, this year, we had the launch of two new shows. Uh, Dutch's Dungeon, we had one episode this year. Uh, look forward to more of those coming out. And uh fucking toot my own horn here, Zach's Corner launched this year to, I would argue, success. You guys seem to like the show. I love doing the show. And, uh, yeah, man, we had a really good time. You know, we got, uh, oddly enough, I've looked at the numbers. And uh, the most popular episode I did was Clueless, which I think is great. I'm happy you guys enjoyed that because it's one of my favorite movies. So the fact that that's the highest listened episode of Zack's Corner is awesome to me. And then, you know, uh, we had uh, the really ambitious uh, month of horror for Halloween. And you guys stuck with me for that. And I'm so grateful, man. It was so much fun to do. I got to have Dutch on the show for The Fog. I got to have friend of the show, Joe, and Tomas on Hellraiser. And then I got to do Tomas on Zombieland. It was so much fun. And the fact that all those guys came through for me and the fact that you guys stuck with me and you guys actually enjoyed it just makes me monumentally happy. Um, I know Zach's corner is a little horror heavy, but I am—I'm a huge fan of horror. So if you love that, man, look forward to 2020 because I'm doing even more. (laughs) And uh, yeah, man. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, and then uh, you know, so the year. Looking forward to 2020, and the podcast looks great, right? We got more great podcasts coming at you. Uh, We, you know, we have the addition of our fourth man. Uh, You know more on that in the you know coming. And, uh, you know, we're definitely going to get more from the dungeon. Uh, Dutch has told me that he wants to work more on Dutch's dungeon. So look forward to that. And, of course, you got plenty from Zach's uh, Zach Corner. I have recommendations lined up. Um, I have forced, uh, guilted, uh, harangued, whichever verb you want to use. But I have gotten confirmed interviews with a friend of the show, Joe and tomas and dutch so you can get to know us a little bit better get to know your pod people who doesn't love doing that <laughs> and uh yeah you know and am just gonna keep pumping out shows and i'm always looking for new things and i want to experiment so you know look out i might try some weird things in 2020 might get a little crazy um thanks for sticking with this year in review i hope it was fun hope it was worth your time uh I thought it was worth doing because who doesn't like a wrap-up show, right? We can just talk about the year that was, you know, and look forward to next year. Um, As always, guys, if you love the show, you love what we do, or you're just curious for a little bit more information, maybe this is your first episode. You can always hit hit us up on Facebook. You get in Facebook and you you go into at DTZ, the pod people. You can like the page and we're right there. You can message us. You can email us. And you can even comment on any of our posts, including this one, which I'd love if you guys did. You can also uh, comment on the, the the post I put today, because I'm going to put up my uh, movies of the year, my 55 movies that I saw. You guys are encouraged to comment, maybe talk about what your favorite movies were. I, You know, I love you guys. Um, hope you take care of yourselves. Hope you're looking forward to 2020 like I am. Happy New Year, guys. Take care. I love you. Bye.